thanks for joining the Eventive Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host and event mentor, Sarah Brush, event professional for over two decades. My goal for this podcast is to share how events and sponsorship can help you build community, make an impact, and grow your business, and have lots of fun while doing it. By the way, don't forget to check the episode notes for valuable event resources exclusively for you. I appreciate you spending this time with me. Let's get this party started. Hello, welcome to the Event of Entrepreneurs podcast. I am coming to you from the 110 degree crazy Arizona heat, and I really want to break from it already. I have been gone for two weeks at Carolina Beach, which was just really nice weather, and then I was in Albuquerque for my son's track meet, which was actually really hot too. But being back here, I'm just realizing how much um, I'm ready to leave again. So I actually am going to Eugene, Oregon in two weeks. Um, my son is going to be in the National Track Championship. So I'm so excited for that. And it's just been crazy. I've been off work already three weeks this summer, and I've barely been in Arizona. And usually we don't take a ton of trips. So it's it's been a totally different change of pace, which is kind of fun. Anyways, that's a little bit of scoop on what I've been doing, and I would love to hear what you're up to this summer. You can always message me on Instagram at Event of Brush. I'd love to just know that you're listening and see what you're up to. Also, I wanted to ask you, have you joined the new social media platform Threads? I did join because it was obviously super easy to connect from Instagram. And it's interesting. I'm, I kind of want to see how it's all going to play out there. Um, I've done a couple of posts, but not too much interaction there. So if you are on threads, connect with me at Event of Brush so we can start some conversations. That would be super fun. Anyways, let's get right into the episode, the point that you're here for. I am going to share today about some tips to sell at your event. So if you have an offer or products that are your call to action when you are hosting an event, these are going to be some tips to kind of get you started and to think about, you know, what the best direction is for you to do that at your event. Live events are typically huge for accelerating sales. You know, attendees are really excited and in the moment without distractions. So you really have that captive audience and they're building an emotional connection with you, with the community, they're learning, they're excited. So it's a great time to be able to sell your product or service. And, and I don't want to say that in a kind of yucky salesy way, but a way to really invite them to that next step with you. And you're really, you know, doing them a service to be able to, you know, follow up from the event and everything that they've learned and to let them know really what is next. How can they continue to work with you and continue to be within the community? Number one, know your audience. And you should know this, of course, when you're hosting an event because you've likely figured out your demographics and you know who you want to attend, who's your ideal audience. So it's really important to understand that, you know, know their interests, know the needs of your audience. So you can tailor your presentation or your discussion about your offer service to really address their specific pain points and be able to offer them solutions through your program that really resonate with them. The more that you can connect with your audience on that personal level, the more receptive that they're going to be for your sales message later on in the event. Number two, overall, just start with providing a lot of value, tons and tons of value. 
You don't want attendees to feel like they signed up to attend the event and then they're being sold to right away. They've done a lot to be at your event. They may have traveled, got childcare, obviously paid money to attend the event. So they're making some sacrifices to attend the event and you just want them to be in love with the event, the community, the people that they're meeting, what they're learning, and just be on fire for the whole environment and atmosphere that you have created. And really from that, they're naturally going to want to take that next step with you. So buy your service or your product, learn about your offers. Number three, another thing that you could do is consider hosting a virtual sneak peek of the event to just get a head start on that connecting with attendees and exposing them to you and your brand. Could you have one of your speakers do a Q&A or do a short presentation? This can really help jumpstart the potential for an attendee to buy at the event since they've already had that extra experience with you and you're really building that trust and credibility through the content and the containers you're creating for them. So just something to think about, you know, that can also help you drive event attendance by doing something like this if you invite, you know, the community versus just people signed up, but just figuring out ways that you can really keep that connection alive with your attendees before the event. So when they get there, they're feeling already really excited and comfortable within the container that you are creating. Number four, offer exclusive offers just for event attendees. You know, you really want to use the live event as an opportunity to provide attendees with those special offers or special prices that are only available at the event. You really want to create that sense of urgency and encourage immediate purchases because you know how you probably have felt when you're at an event. You're so excited. That's the only thing you're focused on. You've just learned so much. You just feel just so excited and you want to, you know, take the next step with this community. And that's something that you would do right away on site. But once you get home and you get back into life, maybe with the kids or with your job, your business, just normal life things, things don't become a priority anymore. So it's really important to try to have that, you know, friendly sense of urgency, you know, because you're really doing them a favor to help them take that next step with their business, you know, with you or whatever your purpose is for the event and, and why they're signing up, you know, you're really helping them kind of move forward with that. You want to make sure that you have offers available that they could take advantage of right at the event and they don't have to wait till they get home. Number five, you could also consider having a table set up at your event, similar to if you have sponsors or exhibitors, how they have a booth set up. And this could be a booth that could talk about whatever your product or service is. So let's say that you're selling a mastermind. Maybe you have some people that have been through your mastermind program at the booth that are able to talk to attendees, share about the program. It's a very casual environment, so there's no pressure, but they can come up and ask any questions. And especially having that table set up after you speak about the offer towards the end of the event. So maybe they're able to come to that table, ask questions of the people that have been through the program, as well as you or someone from your team, and then they're able to sign up for that program right then and there. Number six, use storytelling to promote your product or service. Do you have a panel of people that have been through your mastermind or whatever program that you're offering, just like we talked about with having a booth, could you have them on stage to do a Q&A panel? Now, I wouldn't do a Q&A about the actual program. I wouldn't 
be that kind of direct about, you know, why did you join the program? What has it done for your business? But what I would do is just feature them and have them, you know, answer questions that are very relevant to the audience in terms of, let's say the focus is on growing their business. They could talk about, you know, what they've done to grow their business, what hurdles they've overcome, any of the content that you know would be, you know, resonate for the audience. And just right there, that's giving a face to your program and to the success that it brings naturally without it just being really direct where you're asking them about the program. And that way, if they have more questions after they hear, hear that Q&A on stage, they could go over to that table and ask more specific questions. I really like that setup. Um, Powerhouse Women has done a great job of doing that within their events. And I just feel like it's very seamless and the flow feels really good to everybody involved. Number seven, you want to think about if you're doing a lower ticket offer or a higher ticket offer. Obviously, lower ticket offers are going to be easier to sell as they can be really immediate decisions, just like, you know, within any, you know, decision that you're making for yourself or for your business. You know, when they're lower ticket, you don't need to do as much consideration with your overall budget, you know, family opinions, all of the factors that go along with making that large investment. However, if your audience is already your community, and they already know you, they're already really engaged with you, that will definitely be an easier sell on something that's more expensive. So you just want to really think about your audience, where you are with the event, with the people that are going to be there to see what makes sense in terms of offers. You could also promote a smaller ticket offer. And then, you know, once they sign up on site, then it just naturally leads into that larger offer down the pipeline. But you want to just think about what makes sense for your group to offer at the event with a special offer. I personally really like when event hosts talk about their offer towards the end of the event. We talked about this a little bit, but, you know, you're providing that significant value that's, you know, getting them excited, just feeling like this is the right place for them to be. And then when you do talk about what you have to sell, it won't, it'll feel good. It'll feel like you're just offering them that opportunity to continue with you and provide them the support that they really need versus I know that it's hard. I talk to a lot of event hosts that feel really uncomfortable selling from the stage or, you know, selling to their community. And, you know, at an event, you know, you really want it to be just a really positive experience for everyone. But when you provide so much value, it just really becomes easier to talk about what you have for them. And just knowing in your mind that, you know, you, you don't want that to happen where they have a great time at your event, it ends. And then they're like, oh, what's next? How do I keep this excitement and this growth that I want going, you're really giving them that opportunity to take the next step with you, which is really important. So you just want to keep that in your mind that it's it's a benefit for them for you to offer them a way to continue to work with you. And it's really a benefit for them to offer them an opportunity to continue to work with you and be part of your community. Number eight, this is more logistical, but it's really important. And I've seen this become an issue um, at a couple events. So really consider your refund policy when you're promoting a program at an event. I've seen high ticket offers of like $10,000 that were being sold on site. And then the attendee, you know, changed their mind once they, you know, the excitement died down and they got home and they were like, oh, wait, that's just, I don't know if I have the budget for that. So make sure that you have a process in place for whether you are offering refunds or how you're doing that. So it's really clear to the attendee and to you. And so that's a really easy conversation if that pops up after the event. And I personally really like when 
event hosts talk about their offer towards the end of the event. We talked about this a little bit, but you know, you're providing that significant value that's, you know, getting them excited, just feeling like this is the right place for them to be. And then when you do talk about what you have to sell, it won't, it'll feel good. It'll feel like you're just offering them the opportunity to continue with you and provide them the support that they really need versus I know that it's hard. I talk to a lot of event hosts that feel really uncomfortable selling from the stage or, you know, selling to their community. And, you know, at an event, you know, you really want it to be just a really positive experience for everyone. But when you provide so much value, it just really becomes easier to talk about what you have for them. And just knowing in your mind that, you know, you, you don't want that to happen where they have a great time at your event, it ends. And then they're like, oh, what's next? How do I keep this excitement and this growth that I want going? You're really giving them that opportunity to take the next step with you, which is really important. So you just want to keep that in your mind that it's really a benefit for them to offer them an opportunity to continue to work with you and be part of your community. Number 10, besides offering, you know, a special offer or a bundle or something that you're going to do for those that sign up on site, you could also do a drawing for something like a VIP ticket to the next event. So regardless of, you know, what your price is or what you're offering them on site, they're also getting an additional benefit to sign up because there's a potential that they could win something like a VIP ticket to the next event or a special bonus. Maybe it's a one-on-one -on -one session with you. So just incentivize them as much as possible to sign up on site so you can really leverage that excitement that's happening at the event. Number 11, keep the momentum going after the event and follow up with those that did join so they keep that excitement alive and they just feel really good about the decision they made because you're still continuing that conversation after they signed up after the event. And then those that did not sign up yet, you want them to know that you still care and that you're there for them to help them along their journey, even if it isn't right now, or maybe they needed to go home and think about it a little bit. So make sure you keep that conversation going as well after the event. Just keep in mind that a successful live event isn't always about generating those immediate sales, but building the relationships, creating the brand awareness, nurturing your community, Everything that you kind of set out when you create your event strategy and goals, you know, what do you want to achieve from hosting this event? Those are all important things. And by planning strategically and really providing this great experience, you can leverage your events to accelerate sales and drive business growth. So just kind of looking at these tips I provided, but just knowing that no matter what happens with the sales, you know, just making sure that you are working towards the goals that you set up, whether that was lead generation, creating more brand awareness, you know, building community. Those are all super important things for your event. So you just want to keep that in mind and make sure that you're making decisions that correlate with what your actual goals are for the event in the end. Typically, a live event's revenue does come from the sales that either happen at the event or happen down the road after the event. A lot of people will think about, you know, revenue for events coming from ticket sales and from sponsorships, but many times the ticket sales and the sponsorships are actually covering the cost for the event or paying for some of the expenses. They're not really the revenue for the event. And that can depend, of course, on the cost. So you could get some big sponsorships that are definitely going to create you know, revenue for your event. But in general, really, you 
making it a priority to promote your offer or your service, having that call to action for your event is going to be the most beneficial in terms of driving revenue for your business and for your event. I hope some of these tips were helpful for you and resonated. And if you have any questions, as always, reach out to me at Eventabrush on Instagram and we can continue the conversation. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. I know your time is valuable and I appreciate it that you spent it with me. If you are enjoying this podcast, I would love, love if you can rate it five stars and write a review. This helps us get the podcast out to more people. And if you want to connect, I am on Instagram at Eventer Brush and I would love to hear from you. Thanks and have a great day.